All right. Uh, welcome, everyone, to episode three of the Gundam Explained podcast. I am your host, Adam Blue. And uh, yeah, hopefully soon we'll have some others. I'd like this to be a multi-host podcast. Um, I don't mind talking by myself about Gundam. I kind of do that all the time anyway. But uh, yeah, just having some other guests on in the future would be cool. I've talked to some people about it. Hopefully we'll get that going soon. But uh, um, yeah, so I've had fun doing this podcast. It's all up on Spotify, Apple Music, RSS feeds. There should be if you search around, maybe I need to put the links in the description of YouTube. I haven't thought about that because YouTube is the main platform, really. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel of Gundam Explain if you have not. And in fact, I now have that custom URL. So it's like youtube.com forward slash, I think like C slash Gundam Explained. Um, Twitter at Gundam Explained. The link is there too. But yeah, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, leave comments. You'll notice if you go to the videos, there are a lot of cool comments around. Um, yeah, the Gundam community is pretty cool. Um, and, you know, really the purpose of this channel for me is I like Gundam a whole lot. I want to learn about it, and I kind of want to set up a structure for it. You know, so, for instance, I have a few lore videos up. I just posted one for the history of Xeon. It was like a short, kind of to the point, here's like the uh, the history of the Xeon and its remnants. Um, and then as I go, I'm going to get deeper and deeper. Um also, currently, there's the Gundam Unicorn um, uh, videos I'm doing where I'm kind of going through each episode. I just did three. Four will be posted next week, and then I'll um, have videos for each. In fact, I've already finished it, and what I'm doing is going back and then watching them multiple times, taking down notes. Um, and you know what? Gundam Unicorn is is quite amazing. I did not anticipate that. I think what changed was me going back and watching, you know, original Gundam I mean, not just, and, and really, again, to talk about the direction I go when I'm watching Gundam is I watched the original uh, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam series that came out in Japan in 79. I then watched the movie Trilogy because it omits some stuff, but it also kind of refreshes the main beats of the story. Same thing with Zeta. I watched the series first, and then I went and watched the movie Trilogy um, it changes the ending slightly, not, you know, too much for anything crazy, but, uh, you know, in each instance, I prefer the series over the movie trilogies, but Zeta has some cool new animation. So really, Zeta, the Zeta movie trilogy is really cool to watch if you kind of want to just see the cool mobile suits, um, updated animation. They even added some mobile suits in there. Um, but then, yeah, after that, Double Zeta, um, Char's Counterattack. And and then once you get to Unicorn, it just it's just that much deeper. It just makes more sense. Like all these long scenes of dialogue where the characters are talking forever with all this exposition makes a lot more sense. Not in term it just yeah, not just in terms of the themes, but also story elements, uh character relationships, motivations. Um That's why Gundam's awesome. I never thought I would uh have a YouTube channel where I exclusively talk about a Japanese anime, but here we are, and it is awesome. Um, anyway, uh, this, what you're seeing here is uh, something I got. I'm going to, actually, should I do that now? Yeah, I was going to get into news, but let me just show this now. I've got my water here, because if I'm talking too much by myself for too long, my... Uh, Mouth gets dry, and I even think the first video I did, kind of like this, it was the community comments. I had gone, I think it was at 45 minutes, maybe even near an hour, and I was um, tired. I think I was falling asleep. I, I, yeah, I think I even messed up when I was trying to read something. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta stop. But yeah, let's uh, talk about this. So, so um, this one right here. Now, this is not going to be the mobile suit of the week that I'm going to talk about. That actually will be the Mark II, and I'm going to get into that a little later. Um, but for now, here, yeah, here's the camphor. This is in uh, 0080, War in the Pocket. <clears throat> you know, that was one that I watched. Early. You know, I didn't mention that when I was talking about the storyline of Gundam, that the order, because this, this show kind of, takes place on its own. War in the Pocket really kind of, the name alone expresses the intent of the series, but um, I just got it again on Blu-ray last weekend, just 
watched through it real quick. Um, amazing, amazing story. And I, I that was one that when I first got into Gundam, that's when I loved when I watched it. And I didn't. You don't have to know about the other Gundam stories. It's just the mature themes, the uh, the character development and motivations is quite deep for a cartoon, much less you know, or or just speaking in terms of anime. That's just what Jap- Japan is known for when they have these animes. It, 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 again, the Western idea of a cartoon is different than uh, from overseas, but. Um, Going back to watch Double Eighty after going back through everything again, it, it it meant so much more. Like whenever anything in universe was spoken of that had to do with the world building, um, it it just had much more of an impact. But anyway, no, I got this. Yeah, Robot Spirits. You know, I have the model, the Master Grade, but I really, I really like the Robot Spirits because um, you know, hey, I love building, but this is like a fully articulated action figure that doesn't fall apart. Um, it also comes with a lot of awesome accessories, like you can see with the shotgun blast um, here. Um, you know, I already already put everything else in the little baggie here, but uh, it can't, it comes with those mines that it pulls out of the truck to throw around the Alex Gundam when it's in the Choban armor. Uh, it even comes with, uh, yeah, a uh, rocket effect part, explosion effect part, two rocket launchers, two shotguns that have a different kind of stock to it, which is awesome. And I think it's six um, thruster effect parts, which I think out of... Oh, and you know what? I don't want to forget the uh, the little uh, grenade uh, launchers, I guess it has he has on the side there. You know, um, I guess out of most robot spirits, this one had the most effect parts. And I think um, when it comes to price, you know, it's... it's uh, a little more expensive than the uh, standard issued robot spirits, but it just comes with so much it's worth it. Um, and this is one I'd eyed forever, and I just was able to get it for a good deal. I had some Amazon credit, it worked out. Um, but yeah, uh, not only that, but what also is going to lead to the um, Gundam of the Week, and it's the Gundam of the Week because I love it, and I got this. This is the uh, robot. Spirits uh, Verka, or Ka Signature, I guess. It's uh, designed by Kotoki Hajime. Now, not the original Mark II design, but this interpretation, which it, it takes the basic premise of the, the Mark II Gundam that's, you know, featured in Zeta, but it actually, um, and I don't know who it is, but it adds, like, you know, the details on it. Uh, it gives it the edges where it needs the edges, Um we're going to do a comparison here later in the show where I show the original version that I have um, of the Robot Spirits Mark II and the differences. I was actually surprised at the differences and and some things I did not like about the Robot Spirits Mark II is actually satisfied with the the Ka signature, which I guess is really called the Super Gundam because it comes with the, uh, the G-Defensor, you know. One thing when it comes to Gundam, and I'm going to have to make a video about this for sure, is that uh, I really love the, the the core boosters, the fighters. Um, and I don't think they really get their time to shine, really. They're, they're only really shown in passing. And there's a lot of mobile suits that have um, core fighters or, the, or a core block system, meaning it's a fighter that can you know fly in and fold in on it. Um, even the GPO models um, has a core fighter. Um, the Victory Gundam has an awesome looking core fighter. And then we see like with the Zeta, how that transforms into just a cool ship. And I have actually, I have the, well, <laughs> I, I have the Robot Spirits Zeta Gundam. I also have the, um, what is it called? It's that other line uh of uh, Gundam action figures they made, where it was the movie trilogy I got, where I had the Zeta, the Hayush- Hayaku Shiki, and uh, the Mark II. And the Zeta, I put it in its transforming mode, um, because I just love the look of that, and it's actually up on my shelf there. Um, and that just reminds me of the the high-grade, and the uh, real-grade Zeta Gundams, how much of a, a pain to build, build the uh, real-grade and then transform it. Uh, um but no, I've got the metal version cost signature uh, coming in. Um, 
actually it was supposed to come out in June, but I'm sure, you know, delays overseas stuff. It's cool. Uh, I can't wait to get that because it's, you know, in the same line. I love the cost signature looks um, and then transform it. You know, even that um, Penelope Gundam I got, um, that was actually a cost signature, but it, it what was cool is it came with decals. I just didn't want to put it on it because I could, they have a, a version of the Penelope a Robot Spirits that includes the decals already and then another one coming out, so I might just get one of those. You know, I talk about just getting these things and man, they're expensive, so it's not that easy. Um, but anyway, yeah, this G Defensor, um, you know, it came with the Super Gundam. I gotta say, like, you can put on its parts uh, on the Mark II to make it the Super Gundam, but it just kind of, it's floppy. <laughs> it comes apart easily. Um, and then the other mode where it's in the ship just wasn't ex as exciting. But, you know, I really like it just in this in this form. Um, just having another ship that I'll have up with my other ones up there. Um, you know, something I wanted to show real quick, actually. And I have a couple examples here. I have tons of these. These are the, um, oh, what are they called? The Stage Act. It's not like the five. It's the new one um, stand. I have a YouTube shorts about it. But it comes with... Uh, it's very interesting. It, it comes with multiple pieces here. Um, and then you can like attach and do things. And uh, you can even have like actually in my little case I have over there, I have where I took two of these, uh, connected it, and um, then I can add the other um, connectors here, the connector stands. And it adds the support so you can have like multiple uh, robot spirits together. And I, I think these are the best stands. I have quite a bit. They're not expensive and they come in a two pack. So this was a good next step. It's minimalist, but it allows some modulation. Um, okay. Well, um, I'll probably come back to this view here shortly. Cause I'm going to dive more into the Mark two. Um, not just in terms of the robot spirits, but just the Mark two in general, that's going to be the mobile suit of the week. We discuss, um, Nope, wrong one. Let's see. Uh, no. Um, nope, I just disappeared myself. Hold on a second. Ah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, and those are my notes. Um, hey, let's get into uh, news. Maybe it's news. Um, you know, uh, just, you know, scouring the webs when it comes to Gundam. I saw this. Um, so it's like the think char think and it 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 works so well so this is based off the anime that's on amp it's not is it an anime it's an american animation um it, i thought it was i don't watch t too much stuff like that but this was well done what is it called um wow i let me look that up the amazon uh no that didn't work amazon superhero cartoon that's how i'm gonna type it in Invincible. See, things in the West are called cartoons. And I think that just throws people off. But yeah, Invincible on Amazon, it's fantastic. It is a little mature in its themes, but it's, I think for anyone that likes Gundam is going to appreciate that show. And there's this, this scene because there is a lot of, there's a lot of exposition in terms of discussing real world, real world implications of being a superhero and or being the son of a superhero and just discovering your abilities and like learning about it. And this show, this cartoon does a good job of uh, diving into that. Um, anyway, there's just this meme that was created based on a scene in it. And we've been seeing the meme used for everything, but just the, the time someone took to draw this out and the coloring is just great. And we're seeing that they're on the Axis asteroid at the end of Shara's counterattack. It's like, the, it, it makes sense what this person put here. So, um, what's that? Um, plus days on Reddit. Great job. Um, uh, another funny um, one. It, it, I hope this is funny. I hope I'm not exploiting one of these ladies might have got hurt. But, so we see the... Uh, these two that are fighting here, and we see the RX-105, Kasai Gundam, and the RX-104FF uh, Penelope, a fixed flight unit. Um, and then Anaheim Electronics, he's just back there enjoying himself. 
you know, because Anaheim Electronics is something else that I want to dive into in a video, but it's how they, they, they're developing mobile suits for both sides. It's something that's talked about in, you know, the more recent Star Wars and very ham-fisted shallow way, but at least they brought it up. Uh, also, um, it's very prevalent in a lot of UC Gundam, where you just see times where Anaheim Electronics is involved, especially in Unicorn, but uh, all others too, like Stardust Memory. But you could just see that this manufacturer is really just building weapons for anybody, and it's just causing problems. It's not too dissimilar from what's happening in the real world. So, um, you know, at least I'm enjoying a safe version of it because it's an anime and it's not real life. Um, anyway, thought that was funny. That was from uh, Hazard of Duke. So, good job there. All right. Um, all right. Something else that's pretty cool. So I am a big fan of Halo. Um, it all started when Halo came out on Xbox. I remember um, when the Xbox first came out, I rented it, but I bought Dead or Alive 3. I don't know if, if any of you are fans of the Dead or Alive fighting game franchise. Was it 3 then? Yeah. Because um, 2 was on Dreamcast and PS2, but Dreamcast was what I was familiar with. And... Um, yeah, the Dead or Alive series was great. So Xbox came out, bought Dead or Alive 3 as the Halo. I was like, ah, cool. First person shooter. I'm good. Um, Dead or Alive 3, I guess, was the reason I got the Xbox. Huh. But um, love that game. But anyway, um, I rented Halo, blasted through the campaign, and I was like, yeah, it was good. But then it was the time, this is a perfect time in my life. It was like, what, high school, end of high school, I think, where... You know, friends were all just hanging out on our own at our own houses, doing whatever. But then everyone starts bringing over Xboxes, hooking up TVs, and then we're just all playing Halo all the time. And man, Halo is just is just fun. I am super excited about Halo Infinite. I um, you know, thinking it was coming out last year, and then all those toys hit the store shelves. Yeah, I bought pretty much all of them, not the six inch, but those small ones. I love again. I love that size of action figure. That's why I totally um. Yeah, I love the Mega House um, action figures. They're to scale with the Halo figures. But, um, yeah, even the, um, yeah, what is it called? The Mega Blocks Halo figures? Those are pretty fun, too. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Infinite's coming out. It, and something I learned was that things in Halo were inspired by Gundam. So how true is this? Well... We'll get into it, but first, there is the technical preview of Halo Infinite done over this past weekend. Um, you know what? I was actually part of that. I just didn't play. I don't know why. I was really playing GBO2. Um, but what's cool is we see this uh, skin type. I, you know, I'm not too familiar with uh, how the skins work in Halo Infinite, but Karaba, Sirocco. So Karaba, it's that kind of anti-federation group on Earth that was kind of helping Ayug against the Titans. And then we have, and from Zeta, and then we have Sirocco, again, from Zeta, uh, Paptimus Sirocco. He was the, um, what, captain of the Jupiters. He was over in Jupiter doing all that stuff. Again, I want to get more into Jupiter in the Gundam universe, but, and then he came to help out in Zeta, um, help out the bad guys wanting to kind of run everything. He he kind of became the main bad guy, even though there was a deeper antagonistic threat, Axezion, but uh, that led into Double Zeta. Anyway, it's just really cool to see. Um, and okay, anyway, with this, I think the color scheme was the same as the DJ, so that's the DJ, D-I-G-E-H, or D-I-J-E-H, that's what Amaro uses in Zeta Gundam. Um, that's supposed to be the color scheme, I think think someone brought that up um but what it's really uh, to get even deeper in that check this out this is a uh rgm 79s gm spartan so the uh the spartans i guess are the the master chief suits that they wear They're, those those halo characters are called spartans um, and then we see this look, it's green, it has that kind of helmet that's very reminiscent of Halo, ODST soldiers, um, and, um, and yeah, something else, not only was it, yeah, 17th Armored Marine Division, so I could be going, 
I could this could be a stretch, but you know, John one uh, seventeen was his uh, like call sign or code name or whatever. Um, and um, oh, okay, and it was also operated by Caraba during the Grips War, so it's all related to Zeta, I guess. Uh, the the influence on Halo came, comes from Zeta Gundam, which as of today, you know, it changes daily, but Zeta is probably the greatest Gundam series. Um, yeah, I guess that changes all the time. Um, yeah, and so there was another... What was it? Um, okay, so there's another thing. So in Victory Gundam, the main... I guess the main bad guy headquarters is a is called the Angel Halo. It, it's above Earth. It's a ring, multiple rings, but it's also a weapon system was going to be used to just to wipe out all life on Earth. Whereas the Halo rings in the Halo universe are made for that exactly. It's if the, the flood kind of starts taking over the galaxy, you can unleash the Halo rings to destroy all life in the galaxy. Um. So again, th- th- it gets deeper and to really confirm that and i should have actually brought up the link of that but if you were to search like bungee halo art book gundam there is a uh, some sort of halo art book that came out where there is a quote saying that they got their inspiration from gundam uh bungee and so you know what's the point of that well one it's cool it's just kind of cool to see where different properties take inspiration from each other i mean hell like Gundam got its inspiration from Star Wars, and Star Wars got its inspiration from old Japanese films, uh, samurai films. So it's almost like this uh, circle, right? And um, in, I think that's what can help people get into certain things, certain properties. You, you can see where they take influences from and enjoy it just as much. So, like, totally got into Halo, the storytelling, the designs. And now, you know, years later, as an old guy, uh, never really getting into anime, I'm now, like, into the Gundam universe. And what it offers so you know really this is just me saying how awesome it is that uh, there's some influences with halo and gundam um yeah if anyone has any other tidbits of information um yeah that one looks super cool what does it not yeah that makes no sense um but yeah any other cool halo Gundam references, yeah. Um, make sure to like leave a comment on the YouTube uh, video of this. Um, maybe I should just do my own video on that, right? Um, okay, so moving on. Um, okay, so I don't know what this is. Gundam Online Expo 2021. Um, so I guess, yeah, they're going to have a... Uh, online expo. So um, this is, I guess, they're going to show new stuff. Um, so this is August twenty sixth. Now, did that say August twenty sixth through September sixth? Um, what is going on? Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, if anyone has any more information about this, yeah, feel free to share or in the uh, Discord. The Discord has been a lot more active recently. We even have uh, some fan fiction already uploaded to the fan fiction section, and I really want to take my time to do it justice. Really read it, understand it, and do maybe a Q&A with the author and, and talk about it on a show. I just don't want to rush through it because it's a lot of time was put into it. Um, so, just reading this, the Gundam Online Expo is the first official Gundam Online event with exclusive items... Oh, God, Wallet. And unique content for the fans. Gundam Online Expo 2021 will be full of excitement. That's good. With over 100 event-exclusive items and selected Gundam anime. So I guess they'll be showing off. Well, shouldn't I read the rest of it? Um, Special shows winner announcement for the Gumpla Builders Contest 2021 USA. And Gundam fans can't miss out. Um... Further information will be uh, noticed on the special site. So, all right. So, this is a website we'll have to check out here. Um, and I guess this is, so this is cool. I'm pumped. A Gundam Expo. So, Crunchyroll panel. So, I'm going to have to make sure I'm covering this stuff for either the podcast or some shows. So, one, 
I just love seeing people's gun plus. So it'd be cool to see, you know, the entries of this contest and who the winner will be. Um, but what other information could they have? Like, um, yeah, maybe new Gunpla to buy, new robot spirits to buy. But what if more information on the Netflix movie? Um, that would be cool, you know, because I got to say this. Um, if you were to like to look at the announcement of the Gundam Evolution game, that's going to be coming out in Japan next year. And you see the way this is being um, promoted. It's it. This is geared toward a Western audience. It, it really makes me think they're gonna have some Western-related things going on, um, like the movie. I can't wait. Like, get maybe casting, or if they could at least uh, tell us like where, when this movie's gonna take place. Is it UC timeline? Uh, uh, just a retelling of like an origin style retelling of the first one um, ah, would be great. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. Do I have, I do have that link somewhere else. Okay. Um, make sure I am. Yeah. So look at this picture. Like, uh, is there a way I can move it? But anyway, you know, after watching Gundam, Unicorn, and then I saw someone post this, the animator Pablo Uchida. Hopefully I said that right. Like, this looks amazing. If Unicorn was a live-action movie, it's like, man, it's like Gundam Unicorn has to be an anime. There's no way to make something that epic live-action. I'm, t You know, maybe that is my, um, what do you call it? My thing. In life, you know, I've kind of wanted to be a filmmaker, but I think it's more of I want to be a storyteller and make cool, exciting things that get people excited as, as much as I get excited. But to be able to really, you know, and some directors kind of do this, but to be able to really make a movie that kind of has that feeling of an anime. And that means having the, the acting, you know, when you get voice actors, they can really amp up the dramatization. And, you know, behind a cartoon character, if you can get past the animation, that the way voice actors usually work in something like Gundam, it, it, it really, it has a lot more emotion to it. But a lot of times when you get live action actors, you know, some events are very hard to really portray in a believable way. Um, yeah, anyway, I'm just, I'm just talking, but I just thought that this, uh, this art. Is amazing. If anyone has any more information about Pablo Yoshida art, um, maybe how to pronounce his last name correctly, or like I would love to get posters of this, um, especially like Zeta style. But um, all right, so that is that. What was the other thing? Okay, well, you know what? That really, that really was it for the news. Um, I think unless something is going to come up that I forgot about, but, uh, it, yeah, news, I guess, is a little mix of new things going on. I think that Expo is a pretty big deal, but also just things I find that are interesting online. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about the mobile suit of the week, and that will be the Mark II. Um, this was featured in Zeta Gundam. In fact, let me actually show you how it was originally. Other than the kind of the intro outro parts of the series when you're introduced to the the Mark II the RX178 Gundam Mark II um it has titan colors kind of like this dark blue purple almost color um titans kind of being that aggressor uh unit of the Earth Federation force they were in charge of really taking out any remnants of Xeon. Um, and then so you have Ayug, which was the anti-Earth Union Guild? Uh, you know what? I I'm pretty sure that's what a group. Yeah. Group. So, anti-Earth Union group. You know, they say anti-Earth, but really the idea is they are against the Titans. And, you know, for those that wouldn't be familiar with the Earth Federation operations, you would see the aggressive tactics of the Titans and just assume that's how the Earth Federation operates. That's how AUG was formed. 
Char Asnable as Quattro Begina. Amazing name. Um, uh, was a part of that. They got Camille Badan, and the, the way they got the Mark II was from um, him stealing it from Jared. I forget his full name. Um, and he just flew it into space, joined up the AU. They repainted it. Um, and I want to say there might have been more than one. Was it Emma Sheen when she came by? Did they also use her Mark II and they repainted it? But I kind of like how they, you know, they repainted it in like the lighter colors, I guess. Um, it's just really cool how Zeta did that with the new um, antagonist being Earth Federation themselves, but being the product of Zeon being uh, the Zeon principality of Zeon being uh, dissolved at the end of uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. Um, yeah, that's why these stories are really good. But you know, just some more information about it. So yeah, it first shows up in Metal uh, Metal Mobile Suit Gundam uh, Zeta Gundam. It's in ZZ, so part of the the crew that goes out to fight on behalf of the AUG. Um, they had the Mark II. Um. Let's see, some manga, some games. I love using it in the Maxi Boost Extreme, whatever the title of that game is. Um, I don't have it unlocked in GBO2, um, Gundam Battle Operation 2. I don't have it unlocked. Uh, that's one where you got to either win it or buy it. And, you know, it was in the store, but I'm not a high enough rank to buy it. It's, uh, it's really hard to get mobile suits in that game. Um, let's see, some more developed from a GM Quell. Okay, that is cool. So this is coming out pretty soon as a Robot Spirits version. It even comes with the bed that you see it in. So this is like the Titans GM. Does it say what it's developed from? I love that stuff. Let's see. From a GM Custom. Huh. Developed from the Alex. And the Type C, okay. So that kind of goes in order, you know. The Alex kind of being that new type Gundam they were building, and then we've got these ground deployment colors, okay. Um, and yeah, and that eventually gets us. Yeah, I didn't know that that went to this because this one just looks sick. Um, I haven't been able to track a Robot Spirits version down of that, or it's just a little pricey. But I'll need to get that. And then, um, yeah, the Quell, very cool. So, it first appeared in the OVA Mobile Suit Gundam 0083 Stardust Memory and was later featured in Advance of Zeta, the Flag of the Titans, in Mobile Suit Gundam. A new translation, so what it sounds like, you know, Advance of Zeta was something that came out after Zeta, which talked more about the different mobile suits being in development by the titans and then i guess they went in and added it a new translation being that movie trilogy so they added this in um but it was also featured in 0083 which is the bridge between mobile suit gundam and zeta gundam um but really uh so that gives us an idea oh the hazel that's another amazing one i like so this look at this chonky boy that's a good picture of it without all the craziness. I, ha I And I actually have the high grade. It's uh, sitting up on a shelf. I'd have to get up, so I'm not going to do that. Um, and it has the Titan Colors variation. It has, yeah, oh, man. Vance of Zeta has some amazing, amazing designs. I'm going to have to get more into that eventually. You know what? I got to get into everything to make a video of it. Uh, this channel is going to be around for a while. Um... Or this podcast is going to be around for a while as well. Um, all right. So then what is another one it came from? And then the, wait, RX-178XO prototype. Okay, we're looking at the RX-178 Gundam Mark II, but then there is a prototype. Huh. Gearin's Greed. I've heard about this game, and it's a strategy game. It is mainly piloted by Cyber New Type Zero. Murasame. Zero makes me think it's the first Cyber New Type. Was the first ever artificial new type created by the EFF's Murasame. You know, because I'm used, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with four that 
they um bets in Zeta. Um this um I guess is explaining that okay, but yeah, there's not much history to this character. Um sorry. Number zero okay. That that's pretty cool. Um I again I want to dive more into I have a video about the new types, just uh, you know, new types in general, but I want to make one that I dive into the cyber new types because that's a neat element. I mean, it's a huge part of Gundam Unicorn. Actually, it's all through. It's all through uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the cyber new type thing element. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. Let's look at this again. Um. So this was the prototype, huh? That did it have Psycho Frame at that point, or were they not even getting that far? Um. Yeah, first ever created by New Time. Zero would eventually turn on his creator single handedly, destroying the entire Mirasame lab in the prototype Gundam Mark II. He would also steal the blueprints for the MRX Double Zero Nine Psycho Gundam. Ah, okay. Again, featured in Zeta Gundam. So, pretty cool looking. Oh, did I just close the one I didn't want to? Yeah, pretty cool looking that up, because um, I had no idea about any of that. So if I go here and developed into, oh, but it doesn't say it was developed into the Mark II here. Well, anyway, um, no, that, that was me going over kind of the Mark II, and I guess its influences on design, and then learning about that Mark II prototype. That's actually really cool. I'm going to have to dive more into that later. Um well, all right, let's actually get into comments. Uh, you know, I don't think I went through and read all the ones. You know, I try to go through and mark them as they come in. Um, yeah, I guess two days ago I stopped. You know, a lot of it has to do with uh, my job, family. I have a lot of commitments, and it's just I've gotten to a point in my life where I can take some time to expand on my hobby and that's where this podcast comes from um and, and i my my goal really is to get to each comment and because a lot of times i'll be working and i'll see a comment come in and i'll see the gist of it i'm like oh wow that's a really cool discussion to get into um so yeah pardon me if i don't answer them right away i i plan to do that either before the podcast or by the time i get on so all right, so let's start with this. In fact, let me make this a little bigger. Um, you know, and I'll read it for those that just listen in, but... All right, this is from RWP. This was on my Gundam UC Season 1 Episode 2 video. RWP says, The data collected from the Sinanju came from test flights before Full Frontal stole it, so... You know what, that is in reference to, and, you know, let me just say thank you. Um, you know, it's good to get confirmation on that, and I guess that was kind of obvious. You know, they talked about how the Earth Federation developed the Sinanju, and this is what Full Frontal was using. And it looks just like something the Red Comet would <laughs> use anyway. Um, and I just thought it was interesting how they said that data from the Sinanju was used to build the Unicorn. And I don't know, I feel like if they're saying that, there has to be a reason. Um, I don't know. And But yeah, it makes sense that he would steal it, Full Frontal would steal it. And after stealing it, they wouldn't have access to that, unless somehow wirelessly, if there's not Minofsky particles in the way, um, they were able to still transmit the data from the Sinanju to feed into the Unicorn. But really, I think now that I've finished the series, even though I'm still doing the videos... Uh, nah, I was I was making it sound cooler than it really was, or not that it was cooler. I had these crazy ideas. Um, I didn't, in, you know, really at the end of Unicorn, it does delve into the fantasy realm quite a bit. Not not enough to like throw me off, but it, I think this happens a lot, especially like with you know the Star Wars sequels. It's where I have my idea of what should happen next. And then what I see the creators do is something I just never thought of, never even considered. Sometimes it works. I would say on paper, it works in Unicorn. And a lot of this has to do with the new types, the resonance, the all that stuff. Um, 
and you know, I'm fine with it in Unicorn, but I don't know. I, I'm curious what you all think, too. It, does sometimes in the Universal Century, there's too much of a fantasy element with the new types, and again, I don't want to harp on it because there are Jedi in Star Wars, and I love Star Wars mainly for the vehicles and, you know, the battling. That's what got me into Gundam, and they both share this kind of fantasy element, but I think the purpose of that is to really explore character oh something just uh um all right and we are back uh sorry about that my main camera just stopped and this new one started so if it looks different that's why but yeah let's continue on here um i was just rambling on wasn't i um okay so we have androyus um again this was from actually this is from the episode three unicorn video um fyi in japanese play P-L-E, which is the first thought, is pronounced puru, which makes sense because it sounded like they'd say pull or pla, but it's kind of using that weird R sound that's not too, uh, you know, Westerners are not too familiar with that if, if that's their, if English is the first language, but it's that puru, um, I'm assuming, uh, the kind of the role of the R to kind of take over that uh, L. Um but thank you. I, I appreciate Actually, let me give some love. I have to. Um, I so much appreciate it when people uh, really take the time to correct me. I, I, I don't mind it at all. Um, okay, Robert Westfall, good to see you again. Uh, watch the whole series. Really like the opening song that uh, Hiroyuki Sawano did for the RE-096 version. Um yeah, I love that's something I don't think I brought up much when I talk about Unicorn. Is the music is fantastic? It's it's epic, especially when they're in space in a battle. You know, it almost seems like it's overly cheesy, but once you're pulled in to a conflict and then they're out in space in isolation, taking it out on themselves, it's it's quite epic. Um, but yeah, let me show some love. Thank you. As always. Yeah, um, be sure to join the Discord. A lot of cool discussion going in there. A lot of the regulars, too. Yeah, as well as, uh, uh, well, Reed, so um, awesome video. These videos have really uh, given me the need to rewatch the series again. And that is a very good point. Um, it, I think... It reminds me of a Souls game. Are you guys familiar with Dark Souls and Bloodborne? They're hard games to get into, but once you get over that hump, you then realize it's amazing, and and then you get all into it. And Gundam's that way. The hump being this kind of it's that it's a Japanese anime, and that there are some things that are hard to understand. But once, and that's kind of the purpose of making these videos. Once you can kind of explain neat aspects of it that people can understand, it's then easy to get into the rest of it. So yeah, thanks a lot, Will. Thanks uh, for that comment. Um, this is for the Gundam uh, Hathaway review. Uh, Hathaway Flash is like the best of the UC series. And um, let's see. What what would my response in that be? Because I would say, I don't know if it's the best, but it is incredible for 2021 what they have come out with in terms of, of Gundam UC. Like, I, it was way more mature than I thought. It was deeper than I thought it would be. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say most definitely because you know what? They're all... They're all amazing at all at the same time what, what can i say um yeah so thanks oh that was uh amit sharma so thank you very much for that um amit sharma please do a gundam wing frozen teardrop review okay i will look into that um you know there's not enough hours in the day or days in the week because I would be totally watching um, everything else Gundam. There's just not much time. I mean, while I'm getting through Universal uh, Unicorn, I've also been watching Gundam Evolve um, because that has some pretty cool stuff to it. But um, And then I watched 0080. 
it, you know, I'm sticking to UC, but I want to branch out. Maybe I should do it where there's, as I'm doing the UC timeline for the podcast, for the YouTube channel, I'm also, I'm picking one alternate series to do. Um, Seed has been one everyone keeps telling me about. Uh, but Wing, Wing is something... I only know of because it was on Cartoon Network when I was younger, and I never watched it. I could not get into it. Um, but I feel like I got to try, you know? So, Ashley, with Japanese characters, uh, this was on the um, giveaway video I did recently. I'm in for this giveaway, too. Well, that is great. Thank you so much. Again, for those that don't know, YouTube channel, um, really subscribe, comment on any video that enters you to a contest. Um, for now, I'm doing it for every 200 subs. I'm at 250-something. When I get to four, uh, I'll be doing a giveaway, and this happens pretty quickly. So um, right now, it's, yeah, the high-grade Beyond Global RX-78 too. All right. Thank you. Um, you know, a thank you kind of seems a little simple, but I'm hoping for some of these that I do them on the podcast or on the video, Um yeah, there's more of a, a connection there. Um, so this is um, Deepalock uh, Mondal. Mond yeah. Uh, is Hathaway Noah a new type? Good question. Let me... Good question. Um, you know, I, I would almost like to say yes. And... I, you know, maybe they explain that in the novel, and maybe there's already an answer to this. You know, but at the beginning of Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway, we heard Gigi talk to him. You know, um, you know, I, I think so. Um, and I hope they get more into that. And it's funny because I kind of don't care, but at the same time, it has that like Star Wars thing to it where like Finn... In Force Awakens, I was hoping he was going to be a Jedi, and they teased it with him in the lightsaber, and it seemed like a cool ex-stormtrooper that decides, you know, to, you know, to join the, the I guess, the Rebellion, Republic, what do they call those? Uh, they messed up the secret trilogy, but anyway, it would have been really cool if after, you know, brandishing the lightsaber, he's able to then further uh, use his force magic, but man, they really... Uh, I mean, I don't want to keep harping on Star Wars, but this is why I'm doing a Gundam channel instead. But Disney really messed up with the sequel trilogy. Even if the individual movie's good in its own merits, you can look at The Last Jedi and say, okay, what did they do with Rose and Finn? What, what was this Canto Bite stuff? That is even not this podcast. Excuse me. <laughs> um, well, yeah, again, uh, thanks a lot, Deepalock. Um I really appreciate you posting here. And that was, yeah, on what is a new type video. I'll have to do a part two of the cyber new types. All right, so um, Westbourne, uh, wait, yeah, Westbourne Eastbred. Sometimes maybe it's the colors I have trouble seeing it, or it's my old age. Another great video, thanks. Man, that means so much. Um, glad you enjoyed it. And, and really, that means a Yeah, you know what? So this video that um, Westbourne Eastbred is referring to is um, a History of Xeon uh, video that I have up. I did that as an experiment. I put up Thursday. I wanted to do more specific lore videos, and that one did pretty well. So I'm probably going to continue alongside the episodic of the series, have a lore video, and then... I don't know how possible this is, but my thought was having either a Gumpla action figure video every week as well. There's no shortage of those around here, but uh, I'm just trying to do the right balances, as much Gundam content as I can, but without burning myself out. Um, all right, so Westbourne Eastbred, yet again, thank you. Uh, glad I wasn't alone. Oh, this was on the uh, the first podcast. Glad I wasn't alone. I'm still playing the Gunpla Warfare game, but I'm more into building my Gundam. For some reason, the battle part lost my interest. Hopefully, there will be more coming to it, but I love the building stuff. Like you said, hopefully, us in the West can get more games. I have the PS4 game. Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, let me give some love. Thanks for the comment. I agree. Yeah, you know, uh, Westporting Spread, so... What's cool is... Um, that game, it has a really cool, you know, the Gunpla Warfare, they're calling it now Gundam Breaker on mobile. It really does have a cool building element. You can, like, earn the parts and then build with them. But, uh, yeah, the, the 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 actual fighting, the action, it's there's not too much to it, really. And I get it. It's cool. It's a mobile game. I think they're focusing more on the gotcha parts with getting the uh, the... The pieces to build your mobile suit. That was fun. Me and my son did that for a little bit. We were kind of building up our mobile suits. I was getting pieces, the parts for the Penelope. This was before Hathaway came out, but I, you know, I could see where that could be a money sink. So, yeah. Um, all right. And then this one, um, this is on the History Zeon. Robert Westfall, good to hear from you again, as always. Great job explaining the full history of Zeon in a short video. Uh, lovely mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of the point. It was. A short video. I wanted to be able, in a concise mealtime video style, be able to kind of an overview of Xeon. And I kind of want to do that with, you know, the Earth Federation. And then my plan would be to break it up. Then I would do a video that where I would just cover, like, the principality of Xeon before Axis. And then do a video about Axis. And then I would have my playlist built out where there, th those related videos together. So it would be, like, the full history of Xeon, and I would have all those... And you know, at the end of the day, this is not just this. It's a way for me to learn about the Gundam universe because I have to then do the research. But also, I'm sharing what I'm learning with others and then hearing back. And I love it. I love the comments I'm getting back where I'm being corrected. I'm given more information. So, so I really appreciate it. Um, you know, and I think that's it for the uh, for the video for the uh, comments. So, yeah, you know what. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for joining the podcast. Let me know um, if uh, there's any other content you'd want me to, you know, to share on here. Any type of shout outs I need to do. Please join the Discord. Um, we've already got a lot of uh, members in there talking and, and it would be cool to have a lot more. Also use that as a way to kind of, yeah, bring members on. There's already a couple members interested in um, doing a collab video and I really need to. There's someone that has some awesome fan fiction on there. Um, you can read it for yourself on there. I still, just like with Unicorn, I need to really get into the fan fiction so that I can bring on the guests so we can talk about it. Um, that's what I want to do. I want to have more uh, guest videos as I go. But uh, anyway, until next time, uh, thanks for listening slash watching. We'll see you in the next one.